just relax. Hey, this is KA and Eddie J, and you're now listening to the In the Trenches podcast. New listeners, please subscribe, rate, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Returning listeners, please tell a friend to tell a friend about us. And today's mission is Diary of a Single Black Woman. Uh, challenge number one is Tierra Gilchrist. I pronounced that correct? Yes. Uh, challenge number two is Hotels. And challenge number three is It's Love Enough to Make Relationships Last. And today we're joined by our special guest, Tierra, and her friend... Tiana, you can call me T. So basically what we like to do here on the end of trenches is give our loadouts just because we're kind of like call of duty thing. So basically just tell us like your job, uh, your education, three hobbies, and your zodiac sign. You want to go first, AJJ? Yeah, so I'm an attorney. Um, So I specialize in immigration law. Mm -hmm. Um, Three hobbies I like to, I'm active, so anything active, uh, mountain biking, Working out, running outdoors, hiking, anything that involves out the outdoors. Zodiac sign, I'm not sure what that is. I don't think it's Capricorn. Okay, yeah. I'm a Capricorn. Um, what else is on there? Oh, that's pretty much it. Cool, yeah. All right. Okay, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you fine. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> now, your job, education, okay. and three hobbies. So, I'm a patient liaison um, for a plastic surgeon. My three hobbies, I would say, is watching different series on Netflix. I'm really big on that. I love binge watching shows. Mm-hmm. Um, walking with my dog and then just exploring the city. I think I'm in, well, I, I'm in a new city now, and so I like exploring the city and see what it has to offer. And so, the Leo. Leo, ooh. You? <laughs> of course, I'm a fraud analyst. Um, for, I'm a Leo. For a bank? Mm-hmm. We do it multiple things. Um, my hobbies are hanging out with me. That's a dub. Um, <laughs> I would say more so. Okay, it's crazy. I love coloring. Um, I love yoga. I love um like hot yoga or like regular yoga. Either or, I... regular yoga. Oh, <laughs> um, ratchet. <laughs> she yoga. calls it trap yoga. Okay. Um, but I loves it. And um, another one would just be, I love a good hookah night. I okay. love hookah nights. Yeah. Okay. We both like hookah. Nice, nice. Yep. All right, so we'll get in uh, to challenge number one, Tierra. So, where are you originally from? I'm originally from Florence, South Carolina. Okay, I know where that's at. You ever been there, Pimp? Uh, I don't think I have. It's close to like Myrtle Beach, like heading towards Myrtle Beach. I haven't been on that side of South Carolina. Um, The only, I think, locations I've visited is uh, Columbia, Mm -hmm. Hilton Head. Have you been to Tulsa? I've not been in Charleston. Oh, I used to live in Bluffton, South Carolina. Okay. So I, I, we, we would go back and forth to Bluffton South and, and Hilton Head. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Oh. And Gaffney, I, I took a picture with a big peach. Oh. <laughs> because of House of Cards. House yeah. of Cards, yeah. yeah. Have you seen House of Cards on Netflix? I've That's never seen it. I've heard about it, though. Have you watched it? No, I haven't. It's really good. It's really good. It's about this guy who's actually from uh, Gaffney, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good show. Gaffney, yeah. Gaffney, Gaffney. Where is it? It's right off the highway. Um, mm-hmm. You can pass it on 85 going straight down to Atlanta. That's that's usually when I pass it. Yeah. So, Tierra, do you have any siblings? I do. I have an older sister, Brittany. She's two years older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're super super close. So. Is she here in this city too, or does no? She she's still else? in Florence. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. You already gave us your hobbies. What you do? So, where'd you go to college? I went to Orange Georgetown in Conway. 
Where's that? Like Georgia? in Myrtle? It's like in Myrtle Beach, okay. right before you get to Myrtle Beach. Okay. So okay. what? Huh? Uh, quick question. Help me understand the difference uh, in Myrtle Beach. Apparently, there's a North and a South Myrtle Beach, and one is better than the other. North Myrtle Beach. That's what North I heard. Yeah, <laughs> What's down south? It's more tourists. I would say it's more tourists down south, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's, it's ratchet. Yeah, it's, it's ratchet. ratchet. <laughs> it's ratchet. Okay. That's where the strip is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the strip is more so in South Myrtle Beach. And so North Myrtle Beach is more quiet. I think you get a lot of older people that's visiting there, so it's not like a party scene. Where would I find better restaurants and, and bars? North Myrtle. North. North Myrtle? Well, it just depends on what you're looking for, because as far as a bar, I love Broadway. Um, also, there's this bar in Myrtle Beach, and anybody that knows me, y'all know this is my favorite place ever, other than Disney World. Magoo's. Magoo's. That's a restaurant? Mm-hmm. It's a bar. It's a yeah. bar? Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Magoo's is a good time. <laughs> I'm going to have to put that on my list. Man. I ain't been back to Myrtle in a little bit. We should take a How trip to Myrtle. I've never Magoo's? been. M A G O O S. How far is North Myrtle from here, from Charlotte? It's about three and a half. Oh, it's far. Yeah, this is about the same ride to Charleston. Charleston is yeah. pretty far. But too. Charleston I hear is a little better. I mean, I like Charleston. Charleston is expensive, though. I lived in Charleston for mm-hmm. two or three years. Mm-hmm. How'd you like it? Hated it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you prefer North, North, uh, North Myrtle Beach instead? Yeah, now I had a lot of fun in Myrtle Beach. Charleston, it was just different. It's, it's mm-hmm. completely different living in Charleston. I just, I don't know. It was hard for me to make friends in Charleston. The culture is a little bit different. It's the problem is. I have with the Carolina beaches. They're just, they're just bad. They're just the, the dirty, <laughs> you know, the water's not clear, <laughs> you know? I mean, we're not like Miami. And I'm, not, and I'm from Miami. Georgia. We don't have, our beaches aren't really that better, that much better anyway. Yeah. But I mean, unless, until you get down to Florida or into your, into the Gulf. The coastal, yeah. They're just all bad. They're yeah. all just ugly. Yeah. They are ugly. Yeah. I used to stay in Wilmington. So, you know, Wilmington got like four beaches. Yeah. I enjoy going to Wilmington. I, I love like Wilmington. Wilmington. I love the Outer I Banks. I love Wilmington. The Outer Banks are great. I have a good time every time I go. It's just, I love ugly, it. it's just an ugly beach. <laughs> oh, that's all. <laughs> All right, so we move on to challenge two, hotel. So basically, so what's the origin story behind why you started a podcast? So um, I am going through a divorce right now. And okay. once I moved from my, um, my ex-husband, I didn't work from, mm-hmm. I moved here in January. So I didn't work from January until April, mm-hmm. well, May actually. And so I had a lot of time on my hands and mm-hmm. I had a lot of thoughts that was coming to my mind. A lot of things that I just wanted to put out Express, there, I just didn't yeah. know how to. And so one night I just started recording myself. I just started thinking mm-hmm. everything that came to my mind. I was just saying it. And I sent it over to my cousin. And he was like, you know what? This would actually sound good on a podcast. I mm-hmm. think people would actually relate to you and really like the podcast. So that's kind of what started it. Honestly, I just had a lot of time on my hands. Okay. This name, is this is this supposed to be like a play on words? It is. Okay. So um, Jasmine, so when I started going through my divorce, Jasmine Sullivan dropped an album called Hotel. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it's a good album. It's yes. a really good album. Yeah. Yes. And so I was listening to pick up pick up your feelings, mm-hmm. and I was listening to it on repeat. I was like, this is my life right now because towards the end, I just I started to change. Like mm-hmm. I could realize I was more confident. Um, I was able to communicate better. It was a lot of good that happened towards the end of my relationship with my ex-husband and so once I was listening to pick up your feelings I'm like I can relate to this in so many ways because mm-hmm. that's what I'm ready for right now yeah. so so how old were you when you got married 26 26 that's pretty young very young <laughs> I mean in today's time it's it's like middle of the road 
I did. Well, I, yeah, but I, I, mean, I don't. My mom had me at twenty six. What made you think you were old? Not necessarily old enough. I don't think there's the right age to get married. Yeah, I guess. when but did what you feel made, like you were ready? Why, yeah, what made you feel that you were ready to get married? Um, because I think a lot of people around me were starting to have kids and start families, and I was with him. I didn't see myself dating anybody else, mm-hmm. and so for me, I was like, well, you know, I want to start a family, and I don't want to have a different last name than my kids. And I've always wanted to be married. I always wanted a family, my mm-hmm. own family. And so we have been together for about, we're, we were together four years the day that he proposed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got married on year five. So. Yeah, we were together for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like the pressures from society what kind of made you, pressured you to, 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 to get married? I've always wanted to get married, though. Even when I was, like, five, I've always dreamt of having my own family and being married. So I think that was before I started to listen to other people just explain how important marriage is. My parents are very religious. I come from a very religious background. And Mm so they never wanted me to live with my ex-husband before we were married. But I'm the rebel of the family. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I want to do. And we live together. Fornicating left and right. I was. We lived together for about two years. I mean, you got to test drive before you buy. I, I That's, that was my thing. I had a conversation with my dad actually at Magoo's in Myrtle Beach. And we definitely going to have to go. Yeah, you got to go to Magoo's. <laughs> when I was telling him about uh, me and my ex planning to move together, I was so nervous about that conversation. So I got myself liquored up and I got my dad nice and drunk because that would be like an easier blow for him. Mm-hmm. And I just told him what we were planning on doing. And I remember his response being, there's nothing that you can do that will make me stop talking to you. If you, I'll tell you my opinion right now, I don't agree with it. I understand it financially, but I don't agree with it just because of my religion. And so if you choose to still move in with him, that's fine. I'm still going to come and visit. I'm still going to talk to you. We're still going to have the same relationship. But just know I don't agree with it. So that's good from your father. That, you know, He expressed his concern, but then you know, reiterated his 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 beliefs right mm-hmm. yeah but my thing is what what makes it about other people that they can project their views and it, it, at the end of the day it's your life mm-hmm. you know it's not their life i understand that you know they're your parents and they want to look out for you and take care of you and everything but it's your life you know i think what I mean? it comes from a place of love and just because like i've been through a lot of things in my life so why wouldn't i share the tools tips and tricks that have helped me get to where i'm at and pass it on you know what i'm saying it's kind of like you just yeah. leaving them out there high and dry you don't is it a more. tip or tool though to say hey you can't get i mean you, can't, line, you can't move in with this person until you get married because of this religious belief is that really a tip and tool i mean there's a line go ahead go yeah ahead. depending on the actual circumstances i feel like because he's a religious person he goes by training while they're young, so when they grow up, they'll never depart. Yeah. So it's only right for him that he give his tools and his advice upon his daughter because that's his duty as a father, as he feels. Yeah. So I think it was good that he respected her opinions, yeah. but he still, you know, stated his. Yeah. But as long as he had that general understanding, I'm for Mr. Terrence. Yeah. <laughs> do y'all think? Do y'all think moving forward, those those views and beliefs will continue to, I guess, govern future generations? I don't think so. No. I think it's loosening. Today, the, how our parents and grandparents lived and modern dating. Is, is completely different now. Yeah. Modern dating, experience. modern men, modern women. Yeah, because yeah. I know, changing. like a lot of people, I know they'll actually buy a house and then get married. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Same. I mean, it's, it's folks who just don't get married anymore. You know, oh, yeah. there are less, yeah. there are fewer people, fewer couples <laughs> getting married now. Because now you're going through the divorce. Now you got to deal with all of that. Which isn't, I, I guess, it depends on the situation for you. Y'all don't think y'all have kids? 
we do not have. So you don't have to deal with kids. You don't have to deal with child support. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're gonna have to deal with alimony or, or spousal support. Um, and then you it depends have assets. on how long it is. Like if it was, yeah. I think it's like half. You get alimony half as long as the marriage was. Yeah. But once you hit the 20 year point, you have to pay alimony for the rest. Well, of it also depends different. on the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it depends on the state. Because yeah. yeah. mine was an absolute divorce. So whatever we came with, That's easy. whatever we left done. with, we're done. So that's what I want. Will you like do I'm it again? Will you get married again? Absolutely. Go through yeah. all over it again. I would 100% get married again. I can't wait for the day that I do get married again. Do it all over again. I enjoy the Same idea. dress or different dress? Oh, different dress. Different dress. I got an... I, oh, <laughs> I'll I got be crazy. Question. I got a question. But did I already you get back got your ring or did you keep it? Oh, I kept my ring. I oh, still have my ring. Just sell it. Back. Sell it. Use, use it for a down payment on the next wedding. Period. So, or a house. <laughs> or a house. Or a house. Yeah, How much so, is the ring, ring worth? He bought it, I think, for... Forty five hundred or something around there, mm-hmm. but whenever I tried to pawn it because I was gonna just pawn it, they <laughs> only wanted to give me like six hundred dollars. Yeah, they'll probably sell it for a thousand or two thousand. Yes. They gotta, they gotta Does the ring up. matter to to you? I gave my ring back. You did. Yeah. Well, this before what was we the go process behind that. Well, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Because you didn't want it. I've already was in my marriage. Um, so we never stayed together before we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been together since middle school. Mm-hmm. Um. So when we got married, we took on a new city, transferred jobs. So everything was just new. Just, yeah. Just this is how you ended up in Charlotte? That's yeah, that's how I ended up in Charlotte. From Wilmington to here. He's still, he's still in Charlotte? Yeah. We're still mm-hmm. close, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we moved in together, I was like, bro, this looks like me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we've known each other since middle school. So you watch this person become a teenager to a yeah. boy, to a man, yeah. or a, a growing man. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... At this point, you're just like the homie. You know, yeah, it's yeah. more so like we're roommates instead of a partnership. And financially, I've always been the breadwinner mm-hmm. in our relationship. And now up that. until our marriage. <laughs> yeah. Because now he's a lab technician for Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. So he sustains my yeah. income. So it's just like, okay. This is going but to everything was split. Everything yeah. was Bills were split, which was okay the at the time. Be. Which was okay at the time, but mm-hmm. it came more so where everything was split. Like mm-hmm. you go to the grocery store, that's split. Yeah. You know, so you do that, that's split. As far as like the relationship dynamic, just because I mean, I've dated somebody where I made way more than them, mm-hmm. and um, as far as when it comes down to like our roles and responsibilities, do you think you would have felt different if he paid more? But would you have compensated by like? cooking and cleaning a little bit more like this. because I can't say I'll do a little bit more because what I do is, is what I do it doesn't matter what you're bringing mm-hmm. if I don't feel like cleaning it's not going to get done but because I've got OCD everything is clean nothing mm-hmm. in my apartment is out of space that's just me so I feel like overcompensating because of something somebody lacks it mm-hmm. doesn't work for me so as far as a symbiotic relationship how does that really look for you like what, what are your like roles and responsibilities compared to like what you look for in a partner I feel like if I'm looking for something, I should be able to reciprocate it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we should match. The ri- does the ring size matter? No. Ring size? Oh, you mean how much you spend? Sure. Yeah. Do the ring size? Well, no, I take that back. Does the ring size matter? Yes, because I ain't finna set my bubble gum ring. <laughs> Why not? What if that's Why? all? That's, what if that's all he well, has? Well, let's go get a tag and let's make it real. But don't. It's a level of respect, man. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like. If I'm going to propose, I'm going to give like a bubblegum ring and based off your reaction, 
then I'll come out with the real ring. Just because like I know you don't value the ring more than the relationship, and you don't value being married more than being with me. So what's a, what's a good? Different. What's a you good? You don't value yeah. me because you're playing in my face with a bubblegum ring. I would say that too. <laughs> but then so one funny. thing that I've I've realized though, and I've heard a lot of women say this, and I've experienced it myself. The bigger the ring, the bigger the problems. Mm. And Whoa. that has proven itself to be it. true with different relationships. So you want to go with a bubblegum ring? So hold small on, ring, hold, on hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. I still want a nice ring, but this is just in my ideal world. I would love a nice ring, but with like genuine intent behind it. Because mm-hmm. my ex-husband has told me and my, my mom and everybody, he got the ring that he got for me. Mm-hmm. Because if I was ever out at a bar or a restaurant or just out, period, and someone saw my ring, they would be like, oh, that's too big. I'm going to really have to come with it if I'm going to you know, try to kick it to her. Hey, that's so like funny. A- I thought that's small. You know, I, I think yeah, it's supposed to be three months. There's no way on this earth I'm spending. No, it's, is it six months or is it three months of your income? I, if if, if, if I ever buy someone a ring, which I doubt, because I think the people who I date, that's not what they really want. <laughs> they whether have, they whether want something different. Yeah. I mean, the only girl I thought about proposing to. I was there. You were there. That yeah. that was that was a fifteen thousand dollar ring. It was a nice Sheesh. ring. Mm-hmm. It was nice, but you know, it's all different. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and so I have a question. Another question though, because you you two keep mentioning. The ex-husband. Yeah. How long do you feel like you have to keep referring to him like in, in that well, way? Well, that's all I know. So, we've been middle school. So, so I've got nobody else. So. But no, I'm saying like that name. You know, like, are you going to keep referring to him as my ex-husband? Do you ever use his real name? Not that you have to for I mean, the in show. certain contexts. In certain contexts. Yeah. yeah but this normal discussion, well, like. Ex. It's yeah. like when you go out. Like, I saw one of my exes out last night when we was at, whatchamacallit. Who? I'm not telling you. I'll, 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 I'll tell you after the show. That's so funny. Yeah. Not the one you're thinking about, though. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I haven't met this one? No, no, no. no. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think for me... Is you know, ex-husband or husband? Husband. What's husband? Oh, that's how about, right. How about husband? Yeah. How about just their name? Their, you know, I don't... If you're friends uh, with them, yeah, they're Yeah, if friends. we're having a, like, a... Let's say it's a different setting, and yeah. it's not, you know, live screaming, then, of course, is. Girl, I've seen such and such, yeah. but you know, out of respect because that person is still in an actual relationship mm-hmm. currently, it's ex-husband. I think for me and Tiana, you know this. Mm-hmm. I have told all of my friends I don't want to refer to that person by his real name. Mm-hmm. So I'm either gonna say ex-husband. Why? I just it's don't. Yeah. Um, there, to me, after that divorce, I went. Well, after that separation, I went through a deep depression, mm-hmm. and that was the only thing that I thought about for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time, mm-hmm. in my dreams, all throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And so, to eliminate that from my mind, it's like an out of sight, out of sight, out of mind type of thing. So I was like, I'm not gonna call him by his name. I won't look at any pictures. It's a self healing thing. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And especially if you call him ex because who you marry and what they did or de- depending on the situation is not who you know. Yeah. So you can't even identify that person as you met them. You got to call them something different because they're not the same person. Right. As wow, you know there's them a lot of layers be. to this. I think yeah. it's at a, uh, an extent of how the relationship ended and how mm-hmm. it was. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. This is going to switch it up a little bit. So I know, I think I, I read your tagline on your podcast. So how long do you plan on being single and uh, what's like their, uh, um, I guess vision for the relate for the podcast once you get in a relationship. 
Um, I'm gonna come with the questions now. Okay. Here's the funny thing: Does Leon ever really plan on being single? Single? Some people do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I I am intentionally yes. single. I told myself I was gonna be single for. Yeah, a year, but let's but think about happen. that. Let's think about it. You're saying you're single now. It depends on the circumstances, sure. Like if you just got out of like a long relationship, or you just got out, uh, uh, you just went through a divorce. Then obviously, yeah, you, you may just time. you may just want to be mm-hmm. single and just be yourself and you know do certain things. Sure. But at the end of the day, you want to get remarried. You already planned it out. Yeah. You already you're going yeah. to use the the ring for the down payment for the next wedding. You already yeah. know what kind of dress you want. So if the right boo walks through that door right now, are you going to say no? <laughs> so does anyone ever really want to be single? I do yeah. want to be single right now. I'm enjoying the single life. Mm-hmm. I'm having a great time. I started dating my ex husband when I was 21. That was the first time I lived outside of my parents' house. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't get the chance to date as an adult. And it would have been totally different because I would have been dating in college. Nobody really has money in college. Now it's different because people, they have money. They want to spend it on you. They want to see you happy. (laughs) And so for me to stop all that and get into another relationship, that person would have to check out, chuck off all of my boxes. But also, I I don't know. For me, I want to just take a year. I want to take a year. Nice. Nice. At least. Uh, living with um, uh, your ex-husband, uh, what what have you learned? What what advice can you give men um, when they're living with their partner? Yeah. Let go of family trauma. Oh my god. What do you mean by that, though? Oh, my daddy was here. I don't know how to be a man. My mama did. I. That, that generational curse. And yeah, that comes down to personal growth. Oh, did you did you start? Did you go to therapy? I Afterwards, did. Yeah. I went to therapy. Um, I actually had to stop seeing my therapist in January, no, February, mm-hmm. because that's when my insurance for my last job ended. And oh, she okay. didn't see patients in North Carolina because she's in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. But um, from October until January, until February, I went to her. Okay. Every single week, sometimes twice a week, just depending on how my week went. Okay. So let go of family trauma. Mm-hmm. What, what else? else? Help. I would ask the guy to just help around. I don't know. What does I, help look like, though? Help looks like offering to go to the grocery store, washing a, a dish or two, washing clothes, or even if you are not good at washing clothes, at least fold the clothes. Mm-hmm. I think that even though... Okay, so with me and my ex-husband, he paid majority of the bills. I didn't pay as much as he did. Mm-hmm. And so our agreement was that I would clean up more than he did. Which yeah. I was completely, setup. Yeah. Yeah. I was completely fine with that, right? Because I like saving my money. Mm-hmm. But where it came aggravating <laughs> is... I feel like he would leave stuff around because he knew that you I would, would pick it up. it up. Yeah. He was purposely sloppy because he had someone to clean up after him. Right. So Maybe for, you should have just had a conversation. She probably did. We did. We um, had several conversations. But at that point... This part. Yeah, pull the mic a little bit closer. Okay. Yeah, there you go. At that point, he was already comfortable with what he was doing, so mm-hmm. it didn't stop. It was too late. He was setting his ways. You let right. him get too far off track. Right. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. C, uh, T, so, so T, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't play that. We, we, we were talking about modern men and dating modern men and yeah. modern women, and, and so for me, that's great. I, I lived with a girl once. This was back when I was in college, and... Um, I see what you're saying. I know exactly what you mean. I think it goes both ways, though. Uh, the the other partner can have these habits too that yeah, that can you know drop you crazy. Yeah. So, but but what I realize now as a modern man dating modern women is that um, you know I know no offense to anyone or you, um, but uh, you know you said you weren't working or you weren't paying as majority of the bills. See, I, 
I know for me, I wouldn't date anyone who makes less than 80000 now, right? I mean, that to me is a requirement. So, because you're going to come with the equal bargain mm-hmm. to the table. Yeah. This is a partnership at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really enjoy cleaning, so but I love cooking. And, and I, will, I will cook. So maybe I cook, they clean, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I would have been okay with that. I would have been 100% yeah. okay with that. Um, our income was about fifteen to 20000 off. And so he definitely made more than me. But I was cooking. I was cleaning. I was doing the grocery shopping. Sometimes I would just like, if I went in a store for myself to buy clothes, I would buy him like underwear or something mm-hmm. like that. So I was definitely... That's sweet. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. You know, so I'm giving so much. As long as you buy so me what much. I want. <laughs> I'm giving so much and it wasn't like a switch off. It's not like, oh, I'll clean and you cook mm-hmm. or I'll wash it, wash the clothes if you fold the clothes. That wasn't it. It was everything. And I also worked a full-time job. Like mm-hmm. I worked 40 hours a week as well. Yeah. yeah. Relationships so. full-time. Like, yeah. That's not yeah. a full-time job. Shit. Did you guys try and go to a couple therapy or anything like that? Um, we went one time mm-hmm. um, before we got married, and we did, we went through premarital counseling. But after we started the separation process, we did not go to therapy. I think once I do get married, that's something I will keep up. Like I'll, I'll go to therapy myself, but then have a couple therapy too. Yeah. Do y'all do y'all think the sex gets stale once you move in with someone and, and they're there like every single day? Honestly, I can see it on your face from a, from a oh, woman, y'all about to say from yeah. a woman's perspective. <laughs> Is that, That's a, yeah. is that a yes That's or a no? Yeah. Well, let's start. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So this is what I will say. When you live with someone, you get consistent sex. Which is because, a good thing. Which is a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be that mind-blowing every once in a while it's sex. Just a quick you, get off. It's just a right. quick get off. That's why I it's, ration it out. Dude. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. different. Like when I was with my ex-husband, we would have sex maybe Four to six times a week. That's pretty good. That's, that's, that's really good. good. That's it's seven that's days a week. Four you to sound six like times. KA. No, that about kill me. That's what I say. No, you sound like she said this too much. That's I, too much. I would tear. I, I, four to six times. I think that's about right. If I think, we're laying in the bed next mm-hmm. to each other every Just single don't night. Me. Are you serious? Too much. As soon as I lay like, down, that's I'm what like, I'm thinking about. Once or twice a week. Oh, oh God, no. Yeah, it's exhausting. It can be, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like. I just rested out. I read it like. That's a good. This is a good one. What I read one like, two times a week? I mean, those one or two times are amazing. Like, but amazing. Like, it's not even one or two times a week for me. Are you oh, serious? Wow. Absolutely not. No you must not be a physical touch type person. I am. That's the crazy part. Oh, I'm have not. You, have I don't you had like a, being touched. Have you had an orgasm? Yeah. Okay. Well, I have. I, I'm, 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 I, yeah. I'm, Statistically, most women have it. Oh, there's there's seven different ways a woman can orgasm. I read that in the book. So yeah, I recently. Yeah. So it gets it gets so it does get stale. Is what you're saying, right? It does. Definitely. I think that it does get stale. I think the quality of the sex down. gets stale. So yeah. so one thing I read in the book is you have to change the context of the sex. Like if it's yeah. always the same atmosphere, the same, same way positions. it started, then it gets like rudimentary. Yeah. Right. So that's you how you. I guess that's how you spice it up. You got to right. find ways to spice it up. Yeah. But see, here's my thing too, right? So like my favorite dessert. Give me cookies, chocolate chip cookies, whatever. Just, mm-hmm. just an example. I like oatmeal. I could just think about yeah, it. Sometimes I think, of, I think about it this way. Whatever your favorite may be. Yeah. Can you imagine eating it every week, four to six times a week, every week? I mean, you're going to get tired of it. I mean, personally, Chick-fil-A. no. So you no switch. Fail. If you ate tea, if you ate Chick Fil A four to six times yeah, a I'm week, Chick-fil-A. every week, every week, yeah, yeah. Do you rotate different dipping sauces? Yes. Though? 
Or different, oh, or no. different. <laughs> same same meal every time. Every day. Every time. Wow. Every time. Well, you're rare. Yeah. Um, but I I get where you're going with that. But for me, I did like the same getting the same person consistently. So for me, I wasn't tired of the sex. I enjoyed the sex four to six times a week. I enjoyed that. But I think the thing is, you're only gonna get those fireworks. When the context is different. Yeah, maybe when there's alcohol involved. Like, if traveling, we would have, a, yeah, traveling. Yeah. If we would have different cookouts and stuff, I would outside. get excited because I knew that night was going to be like. Oh, yeah. I'm about to get. Yeah. I'm about to get banged out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But you don't get that every day. But at least you get. For me, I was like, at least I get something every day. Something's better than nothing. Yeah. Some days better than no day. Oh, exactly. I got a question for y'all since y'all popping off with the questions. Okay. In the world, since we're on sex topics, because of this new rose, y'all know about the rose, how do you feel knowing that a rose skin make your girl come in like 10 seconds and it takes you... Wait, let's back up. Like what are y'all talking wait, about? Wait, what? What rose? Rose. 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 A vibrator rose. I, I vibrator don't know what that is. Are you I'm serious? Gonna, I'm about to look it up and see if maybe there's no a different thing called. No way. A rose? R-O. R-O-S-E. Like the flower? Yes. R-O-S-E. What do I need to add after this? It's vibrating. Vibrating rose. Vibrator. Huh. See what y'all talking about. Oh, my. Linos Sauna 2. What the world? Hold on. Let me just go to images. What in the world is this? A rose. It's literally a rose. I use this or you use this? Me, but it's like a... I think it's either or. Like you... You, you can, can put yeah. it on either or. Yeah. It looks like a suction cup. It is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is new for me. And it has 10 speeds. This yeah. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so no, I had no idea about this rose. <laughs> I'm familiar with sex toys, so it's basically some type of suction type vibrator. Mm -hmm. Okay, continue. What do you do with it? You let it suck you, I guess. <laughs> me? I heard it. This, this uh, is like a, I mean, I'm an engineer, so I'm just like... <laughs> so what about it, T? Honestly, when you asked did I ever have an orgasm, that was like my... I've had... I never came off of penetration. We have an orgasm off of penetration. Um, that's so hard for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not a... Can we say this one? We can edit it out. Yeah, we can edit it. Okay. Control. I'm not a, like a sweater. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not one of those. There's a very select few. It's, it's annoying. I honestly think every girl can swerve. I yeah, think I didn't so. think I, I think could. I think everybody can you when they know how to do it. How to do it. Yeah, yeah I was... annoying. No, I, I swear I... Y'all, the, the rose, rose, the rose will bring the it rose out. Oh, really? The, the, the rose is actually a gift. I'm, about to I'm order telling I'm you, about literally you in it, 15 seconds. Here's a bad thing. Yeah. So wait, ask your question. Now that we understand what it is. Yeah, what's the question? There's a lot going on here. Is that intimidating? No, it no. doesn't intimidate me. Here's here's my point of view. Um, I think the rose really is causing women more harm it's yeah. no different you'll desensitize yourself yes and, and I now that's true because and, and, yeah whenever i started using <laughs> vibrators and stuff i would notice that i could not catch an orgasm without as easily yeah really, yeah and so now it. if you continue to evolve these toys and now you're having 15 second orgasms which is great i think it's great especially if you're alone yeah if if bay is in another state or too far away i think it's great but then when it's time to get intimate with your partner i think it's gonna you'll you You'll will find a hard time yeah. enjoying mm -hmm. it and that's it doesn't intimidate me 
but I think it's more of a concern for you as well because you're not going to really enjoy it as much. Yeah. I mean, what's next? A new toy comes out and you orgasm in five seconds? In two seconds? Well, I don't know if you can agree with this, Tiana, but I feel like the orgasm that I have off of using vibrators mm-hmm. is completely different, different from the orgasm, orgasm that I've ever had with The orgasm I have when I masturbate is different than when yeah. I'm inside of my woman. Yeah, yeah. completely. You're, we're, I'm with you. Yeah. So... I, that's my point of view. I don't know what. Wait, what was the question? Are, am I intimidating? No, I've used, I've, I've used a toy while having sex. Because my thing, I, I look at it as like wrestling. Like, see, I can tag team out. Like, I get a, I get a break. break. I get a break. <laughs> this guy's look at his efficiency. I get a break. <laughs> Let me get a quick break here. I, I told you the other day, like, I want to get a Fitbit and see how many calories I break. It's exhausting. Man. That's it's so exhausting. funny. I, I think, do energize. Yeah, I, I do too. This is bull. Because we, we talked about this on the last episode. Women, women, women are the receivers. We're the givers. Y'all mostly just there. Like that's not true. No, no. I made my it women work. A, for I it. am not a submissive type of girl. <laughs> so, so you think you are giving it to him more or just as much as he's giving it to equal. you? I don't. I don't necessarily. I'm an overgiver. Physiologically. Physiologically. I, I I enjoy both. I'm I'm I make them work and I work. We both working. I'm working more. Mm-mm. That's your fault. You might be right. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's no. your fault. But I enjoy that though. I enjoy that. Though. I enjoy that though. Yeah, I it's like part the of man to be very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah. the man to be the giver. But then also, every now and again, I'll be the giver. But regardless of what, I'm still energized. I love everything about sex. I love the the motion of it. I like the thought of it. I like everything about here's it. So I'm one, always energized. Here's one thing I'm learning as I'm getting older. What? Um, that really, when you really have, in order to have really good sex, you gotta have really good foreplay. Mm-hmm. But foreplay does not start. I don't foreplay. agree. I think there's three things. Yeah, I don't agree. There's what, a trinity. Well, I, what, you go ahead first. But foreplay is more than just oral and like making out. That's not what I'm saying. That's deeper than that. Building the tension, opinion. like while you're tension yeah. while you're on the date and you're flirting and mm-hmm. you're building up and you know you're you're teasing one another, speak stimulating each other's mind. Mm-hmm. You know more than sexually, but also to create that attraction yeah. and that chemistry. Then it can lead to the touching, and then it can lead to the sex. Um, that's what I'm learning. But I don't know. You got the whole trinity. Yeah. Thing, so but. for me to have like. To define great sex, there's just three things. There's like a spiritual connection, there's an emotional, and then there's a physical connection. You get what I'm saying? Like most sex, like when you're out, just like one night stand, it's just purely physical. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you have like a crush, there's somewhat of emotional. But if you're with somebody who you sincerely care about and they care about you, that's where that spiritual spiritual connection comes from, and it's completely different. Like, yeah, I mean, it's basically what I said, but you you put a you different put label on it. Three times. You put a yeah. di- you put a different yeah. label on so, it. Yeah. Same thing. I'm not going out and spending my whole entire day on someone who I don't have a connection with. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm just not. Yeah. I, I would have just no. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Foreplay is definitely important. Um Yeah, you don't like the foreplay. You just want to get it. It's more important for women though. Foreplay is not 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 tea over here. Well, I think it just depends. I think it depends on the situation and in the guy. So if it's a cook out, you're ready to get banged out. Some guys are the girl I were quite <laughs> The girl sitting on go. The girl wakes up on go. The every, girl on go now. Every baby on go. I might see her put the toilet after. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go to the bathroom real quick. That's so funny. I am. I'm definitely um, hypersexual. But I think it depends on the guy. I think it depends on my relationship with the guy. Like if it's just a hookup and I know that and we've already established that understanding, it doesn't have to be any foreplay. It's just. Mm-hmm. Let's get it over with. Pull yeah. up. 
in and out but if it's somebody that i'm interested in and i can see a future with and of course i would like a little bit of foreplay because then it gets my emotions like involved two part of the trinity to me yeah yeah i, I agree with that yeah. i agree with that yeah cool moving on yeah let's switch to challenge number three so this is where you can kind of take over because I know we're kind of doing like a collab episode and I know we spoke like on Instagram and stuff like that and the topic you wanted to talk about was is love enough to make a relationship last? Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, you kind of talked about it already. You guys have both been married before. Um, so ultimately, like, what would you say was the breaking point for you guys' marriages? I um I think the the lack of respect. Lack of respect for me. Okay. Yeah. Um it was definitely for me the lack of respect. I can't even like put anything else on it. For sure it was the lack of respect. I will say I feel like the both of us weren't getting what we needed out of the marriage yeah. and I'm able to accept that now. Um, I think for a while I was hung up on the time, mm -hmm. but I wholeheartedly accept that we, we both weren't getting what we needed out of the marriage. Yeah. But it was respect is what was the, the last thing. Do you feel like your expectations are too high? Not at all. What are they? Um, not at that time. What are they right now? Right now, my expectations is just, well, for one, it's kind of weird to answer that. And as a man, like, I'll tell you if they're reasonable or not. Yeah. Okay. In my ideal you're next world. Team. You're on yeah, the next, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have to, like, build a guy, right, um, I would say that he's super duper romantic. And what I mean by that is I like surprises. I like flowers. It doesn't have to be every week. Maybe once a month. Not even. Maybe once every two to three months. Um, but I like surprises. And I like for it to be very, very thought, thought out. Um I want a man that's a good communicator. I want a man that is not going to shut down whenever we're having an argument and just walk away. Um, somebody that wants to travel. I will not say that I have like a financial requirement as far as like, oh, he has to make six figures or 60K or whatever because I don't really think about it like that. I think if he is making $30,000 a year, but he's very responsible with his money, we can still get far in life. Not um, necessarily with traveling. Well, not with traveling. Not with traveling. Yeah. But, I mean, I was, I mean, we're grown, right? So, I would say 50000 50, That's the average guy. The yeah. average male makes, I think, like 48000 What about height? Is height a concern for you? Now, you You're know short, what? I, I'm short. Yeah. And so you would think that I would be okay with anything because I'm 4'11". So mm -hmm. anybody, any man is going to be taller than me. But now, it's like a, a 6... Wow. Like 5'11 to 6, whatever. Wow, where's this coming from? 14% of men are that tall, right? Really? Yeah. I had no clue. Limiting yeah. your pool. Yeah. So really? what's, yeah. what's... I mean, I'm okay. My ex-husband was 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, why, why the increase in height? Because I like a big man. Like, I like a taller man. I like somebody to tower over me. Gotcha. Something about that. It's, I like you want to be a manhandle. That's what you want. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, T? Yeah. So well, well, hold on. Let's give you feedback. I don't think... As a man, I don't think any of those are really... Um, crazy. I don't think those are very difficult. I think those are very middle of the road, um, well thought out standards mm -hmm. or requirements. The bare minimum. Yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's fine. Uh, the height, I think you are limiting yourself. Um, yeah, be more open. We we had a, a guest on. Oh, we had um, these very two tall ladies on yeah. the show. One so was I, five ten. The other one was six two. Yeah, so I've dated somebody that was six two. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, she won't date the the lady who was six two. She wouldn't date anyone who was like what six four, six five. Yeah. They had to be at least the same height, if not a little bit taller than yeah. her. Yeah. I think she started to change her mind though. Yeah, and yeah. she. But think about it. She 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 can. She's limiting her pool to like less than ten percent of men. Yeah. And that's before you even think about looks, personality, Money. income. Yeah. All that good stuff. Parents, I think all that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, so long as you, you're you okay with uh, folks putting restrictions or requirements on you, you yeah. know? So if this guy is out there and they're looking at you, they're like, well, shoot, I want someone who, who does this, who can cook for me when I come home. I want a hot meal ready or I want my clothes ironed out and I, or I want them to make 80 or, I, you know, as long as that's cool with that, then yeah. Yeah, I think it's irresponsible yeah. to ask for more than you can give yourself. For yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, so the UT. So what would you say was the ultimate downfall? <clears throat> in a guy? No, in your marriage. In my marriage? Gosh, when did you um, realize, like, hey, like... Oh, when I just came in the house and I was like, hey, bruh. Like, when I hit you with that, <laughs> When I hit you with that, it's just... So, just, uh, so just, ours wasn't bad, it just... It's yeah, very amicable. Right. So, okay. yeah, I just feel like... You outgrow certain things. Mm-hmm. Not right. saying that yeah. it will never rekindle, but you just outgrow. That happens, yeah. and that's okay. I mm-hmm. I've outgrown some relationships where you literally just wake up one day you're just like, this ain't me. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you're just a friend, or you're just I just see you as this, or it runs out, and yeah. that's okay. It I definitely think ran out. That's one consideration. Like when I talk to people who I date, I'm just like, you realize like when it comes to like being with somebody long term, you have to accept I'm not going to be the same mm-hmm. because I'm accepting you're not going to be the same. So as far as like the down, like the timeline, we have to be okay with us not being the same people we met in this like moment in time. Right. So we're both going to continue to evolve. And I think that was the biggest thing. Like when you fall in love, you fall in love with that person, how you met them. Yeah. And then having to be, you know, seeing them transpire into mm-hmm. this different person. Like, ready. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say you've learned that you're going to like apply like moving forward? Like have you switched up like how you're yeah, dating people? Yeah, definitely. Like, I learned to... Because me, it's like once I say something, that's it. Mm-hmm. I learned to be more open-minded. Mm-hmm. I learned to sometimes two ears, one mouth. Sometimes I'm, my, my word ain't always got to be the last word. Yeah. I learned that. Um, I learned that just because you're in a position to do it don't mean you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and compromise. Compromising for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so... Uh, AJ, have you ever been in love? And if so, how many times? You know, it's an interesting question. I think, um, I mean, so I want to say yes. Mm-hmm. In the traditional definition yeah. of love or what we what we perceive as love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was like in college with that girl I lived with, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but now I'm starting to think that um, it's not really something that you really just do anymore yeah it's just something that you are yeah and so if i am love then i am love you know what i mean there's no it's not a transaction so that's kind of where i am now tiara um i've definitely been in love but one thing that i realized within the past seven days i was having a conversation with my cousin Mm -hmm. and um i ended up sharing with him that i've never loved anyone so deeply to where when a love song came on i thought about them so, and I realize that that's an abnormal thing now because several people that I've talked to said that, oh, I've been in love to the point that when a love song came on, I thought about the mm-hmm. person I was with or whatever. Not even with my ex-husband did mm-hmm. I 
think about him when the love song came on. But you thought so. about him when the, the the other songs came on, though, right? When you said you were listening to that one song from that. Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, I thought about him then. But <laughs> not, like, one of my favorite love songs, I would say, Dangerous in, Dangerously in Love with Beyonce. Beyonce. I can't listen to that song and think about any man that I've ever dated or had a connection with or anything. So maybe I haven't been in love as deeply as I thought I have. Mm. For sure, I've been in love. Okay. And I would say I've been in love twice. How many times do you think you can be in love? Uh, you think it's unlimited? I think it's unlimited. I think if you are love, there's no, there's no, it's not like a battery. Do you, you think it's it the difference between love and being in love? Yeah, so the reason I asked everybody because I have a follow-up. So there was this article I read uh, not too long ago. It's about like the three loves. Mm -hmm. So the first love is basically your first love, like this yeah. like mm -hmm. young high school. I read that like, you I know read what it, yeah. Then the hard love, that's the one where it's like toxic, you know what I'm saying, going back and forth, forth, argumentative. And then the third love is a love that you never see coming. Yeah. I feel I like really, I had the first two. I don't I agree with. I had the first two. For I, sure. had the first two. I don't agree with any of that shit. You don't? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I would if I, you know, I would five years ago, mm -hmm. but I don't anymore. Um, and, and I think there's no limit. Mm -hmm. I think when you live life as if you only have five times to love someone, you are you are you are digging yourself in a hole. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think you should live life like that. I think you live your life as if you are love, and then you don't let anyone heartbreak you. Now I'm not saying be naive, yeah. and I'm not saying you're not things that people do to you won't hurt. They will. Mm -hmm. But see, I don't think I'll ever be heartbroken ever again. Like I don't have to deal with that anymore, and it feels so good to say it because I couldn't say that three years ago. Mm -hmm. You know. Because I'm, it's a way of thinking, and I think society and this music and, and the stuff that we Movies, put into your mind, yeah. you come up with these weird levels and ideas and then mm -hmm. a certain amount that you can give. No, no, this stuff is limitless. Right. Yeah. You create it. Yeah. You put a limit on it yeah. if you want. Yeah. That's the yeah. way I live my life. Well, do you think you can be in love with two people at one time? I think you can be in love with unlimited amount of people at all times. I agree. I would say two at the same time, yeah. I've yeah. Two in love. In love. Yeah. I have 100% been what I thought was in love with two people. Not had to the choose. It's difficult. It's very difficult to choose. What was the tiebreaker? Um, <laughs> I was just more connected to the other person. Yeah. yeah. Same. So you would call that infatuation? No. Well, no. Nah, uh -uh. I think for me, I knew that I wasn't able to be in a relationship with the first person that I was in love with. So when the second person came along and I fell in love with them, and they wanted a relationship, whereas the other person didn't, yeah. I just went with the person that wanted a relationship. Yeah. I think that was a tiebreaker for me. But I have, but the second person knew that I was still in love with the first person. I think that's Cap. That's Cap for me. You don't think you can be in love with two Absolutely people? Absolutely not. Why not? Because if you're genuinely in love with somebody, you wouldn't desire nothing else. Eh, I don't agree with I that. I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. Just because, like, I feel like you can love one person more than the other, but you can be in love with two people at the same time. Mm -hmm. I disagree. In love, no. Can you love two people at the same time? Yes. Genuinely in love, no. Maybe I have no. I, he, I disagree with that. I think you yeah, should. Yeah, you love both your parents, don't you? No. I think. Okay, you might be right. Depends, <laughs> I think it depends on the relationship. Yeah. I think if you spend I'm enough time that. with anyone mm -hmm. that you are. You have some connection with. Not necessarily. Nah, I you will love that. Nah, I think. I, I think say it's the difference between love and in love. You can love two people at one time, but genuinely being in love with two people at one time, 
It's impossible. I was genuinely in love with two people. Girl, I was confused. To each his own. To each his own. You know, like, like, I have a cat. I love my cat. I spent Piggy. enough time. Yeah, I spent a shout out to the geeks. I spent enough time with my cat. I raised her since she was a kitten. You spend enough time with anything, you will love it. I don't. Def- I don't. I don't use words as in love and being in love and loving this. I don't use. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't differentiate that. If I love it, I love it. Mm-hmm. But if you spend enough time with anything or anyone, you will love it. Yeah. Okay. So what uh, part does love play in a relationship? Just because, like, from my, from my personal like belief, like I don't think these long marriages, people are in in love one hundred percent of the same mm-hmm. time. Like when yeah. they first got married and stuff like that, I feel like it goes up and down. So, like, 100%. what part do you think it plays in a relationship? I think it plays a huge role in a relationship, but give us a percentage, like out of hundred. I look at it differently now. So when I got married, I looked at love as like a maybe eighty five percent. Mm-hmm. right now it's like 25 percent mm-hmm. because love is not gonna make anything last that's yeah. why you see all these 30 plus year relationships marriages they have more than love they have more invested in it than just love because love like will fade a duty. Mm-hmm. yeah and responsibility and loyalty yeah because love is gonna fade every single time yeah t you got a rebuttal i agree um Back then, I was, if I love you, that was enough for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now? Now? <laughs> what do you think, ADJ? I we, say 15. We, our, first, our first episode was yeah, uh, I I on this topic. You had just broken up with somebody. Mm-hmm. I think I did, too. Yeah, so we was like, it's, it's love. Well, basically, we were saying, like, <clears throat> there's two key points in, like, making a relationship, like, last term, long term. That's, I think it was being on the same page and, um... What was the other thing? Connection. Yeah, connection, which is kind of like love. Oh, yeah, you good, you good. Go ahead. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think it plays a role. How much? I don't look at it that way. Um, I think it's needed. I don't think... I think it's needed, but I don't think it's the only oh, thing. Oh, the uh, two uh, things, like being on the same page and a connection. Because that's, that's what we talked about. We was like, oh, what three things are kind of essential? I feel like you have to be on the same page about, like, finances um yes outlook on life like where do you want to like live and stuff like that how you want to raise kids and um yeah i think that's pretty much it i can't remember what your three were eddie j do you three what the three things as far as like being on the same page long term i can't remember i have to go back and listen it's probably bad yeah Mm -hmm. could y'all date someone that's a different religion than you oh yeah yeah Yeah. see here's the thing i've actually for whatever reason within the last like two three years women that are very very religious from um, Christians to other things um, Buddhists even I mean they just they're really attracted to me I don't know you know I'm not really that religious yeah I'm not either. Um, but I don't care right it's more about them yeah, they end yeah. up being a deal breaker for them because yeah. they want to you know raise their family this way they want to yeah. do this with their family and I get it and I can still participate um, your views are your views and my views are my views. Don't get in my head and I won't get in yours. Yeah. And it's that simple. Now, when it comes to kids, that one's interesting. That yeah. one is interesting. And here's what I propose. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not really religious and some some folks that I've dated are, what I suggest is um, 
we raise a child in a neutral household and let the child pick whenever they come of age you don't force feed this crap into their head yeah regardless if it's my crap or your crap it's all crap yeah it's but this is crap that you like and this is crap that i like yeah don't feed it into a child's head who has no idea how to think and then by the time they can think about what it is they're scared because they think they're going to go to hell yeah right mm-hmm. so don't do that yeah. so let let's just raise them in a neutral house on how practical is that i don't know yeah I don't, but let let them make their own decision when they become of age 10 15 years old and they can pick i will say i will say my parents they were very religious but i don't think that they forced it on me and my sister to a certain extent so Mm -hmm. they didn't want me to live with my ex-husband before getting married but my dad also said i'm going to support you regardless there are some religions that will completely shun you you and cut you off and they won't speak to you afterwards Mm -hmm. so i like that my dad both my parents allowed me to kind of make my my decision they did what they needed to while we were young so they made us go to church they made us sing on the choir they made us do stuff for the church but once we were of age to say whether we wanted to go or not they respected that and then just let us find our way i have a problem with that though because i'm always raised the same way you got to realize that religion some religions are built it's built that way i understand that's that's not the problem the problem is this because how old were you when i guess they let you kind of make your own decision um maybe 17 or 18. so i'm gonna give you a very extreme example because i was raised a catholic and and so i know exactly what you're what you're talking about i was raised a hardcore catholic you know mexican catholic which is its own level of 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 being Mm -hmm. and i didn't really start thinking about it on my own until i was 15 or 16. so my question is if you are uh if you're being brought up in this way of thinking from before you've been born right or i'm sorry when you are born you're going through these things they're taking you to church they're telling Mm -hmm. you to do this and think that by the time you do have a chance to think for your own, do you really think it's that easy to break away from it? It's not. I mean, there's years, yeah. decades of freaking the brainwashing. Yeah. It's brainwashing. At the end of the day, it's force feeding you. However, I don't. I know it sounds extreme because of the language I'm using. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's no different than the stuff that Hitler was doing to his followers. Yeah. Like when you think about it, when these folks are very, very young and they don't know what you're talking about, but you're forcing them to look at things yeah. and, and to think this way and to say these things. And then after 10, 15 years of this, you expect them just to turn it off? Well, I'm very rebellious. I've always been that way. Mm -hmm. So for me, it has to make logical sense. So when my parents were telling me, don't live with someone before you marry them, to me that didn't make logical sense because... I want to know exactly who this person is before I get into a legal commitment with them. I want to see how they clean up, how they clean themselves. You know what I mean? How how often they wash. You know what I'm saying? Like all of this, all of these things you will see. (laughs) Seriously, all of these things you will see if you live with a person. They can cover it up if you're visiting every Every now and then. You know what I mean? And so for me, for me to be able to follow it has to make logical sense. And that's where the rebellious side of me came in with religion yeah that's definitely the um that's definitely modern way of looking at things because you've had you have access to a lot of things that Mm -hmm. don't sit well with you see when my parents when my mom was growing up Mm -hmm. and her yeah when my mom was growing up in mexico remember these are villages yeah they didn't have a spanish bible so you couldn't even read what they were preaching to you Mm -hmm. so so how can you question it question any of it and not only that if it wasn't spanish my dad dropped out when he was in like first grade my mm-hmm. mom barely finished middle school they can't read yeah you know really um not at a critical level yeah. so when they're up there and they see this padre up there speaking they just call what he's saying they say yeah. where do you go to question what what he just read yeah why is it a man why is the pope a man why isn't a black woman yeah <laughs> he just no one else is talking yeah. about mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't have anything That's in this true. religion 
Man, I'm, I'm critical. I've seen with some people like how some people like make their job their whole identity and some people make their faith their identity. Mm-hmm. So when people challenge them on that, I've just seen how it can destroy a person. Yeah. Like you can literally just destroy a person like if they base their whole entire being off their religion, dude. Just because mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of stuff that's in the Bible or religions can't be defended. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 And I have to be careful when I say this, but I have had this argument with my dad several times. So my dad is always big on whenever I say stuff like, "Oh, they say you shouldn't wear white after Labor Day" or something mm-hmm. like that. He's always like, "Who's they?" About the fashion trend. Yeah. He's like, "Who's they? Who's they?" So whenever he would start telling me stuff about the Bible, because I have not read it to its entirety, mm-hmm. um, he'll say stuff, and I'm like, "You I don't know, think that's no one been, has. yeah." I, don't I think mean, no one has. I've read most yeah. of it. Most, most of this no, contradictory. Okay. That's not the question. <laughs> Who has read it in its entirety? I mean, yeah. sat down. Nobody, nobody I've probably, has. I've probably read like 75% of it. That's not the question. The oh. question is, have you read it in its entirety? I haven't. No. No, no haven't. one has. I haven't. <laughs> so for me, the Bible has been translated several times, right? From Hebrew to English. And there's books How? that's uh, been... Um, Didn't Shakespeare write one? No. Yeah, he there's did. Been he books. wrote a Bible. Shakespeare all, all wrote a Bible. All the Bibles that are in like... Um, or King James, my bad. Like Baptist <laughs> churches and stuff like that. There's books missing. All the books yeah. in the Bible are One of the in the Bible that we have. So edit that for out. Me, edit just, that out. <laughs> for me, I just wonder what got lost in translation. Oh, what's that Who game book that we play when we little? When you like whisper in somebody's ear. Exactly. Yeah, it's like telephone. Oh, yeah. By the time it reaches the 20th person, yes. exactly. it's like a completely different story. Or, or Yeah. So when it comes, for, comes to stuff like... Don't live, don't shack up before you're married. Who said that? And what's the logical standpoint behind that? Well, it is written. Somewhere. Right. By who, though? Who translated it? I don't know who translated it, but it's definitely written. And you know, everything that was written actually happened yeah. way after that. It's a story. Did. I don't say I, you know, I agree know. with yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying it. You said who said it? It's yeah. written. But I don't know who said it's it. It's written somewhere. You can't be a heathen. I think religion has a good basis on like how it's you should be. Yeah, 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 but you can't follow it to a literal T because, like, right. we're supposed to be out stoning people and stuff like that, but right. it's um, a crime to kill somebody, which doesn't make any yeah. sense. Like, I know, I mean, I, I get why, like, killing somebody is a crime, but like, you telling us to go and stone say, these people. Up, no, I'm saying, like, you telling us <laughs> not to kill people. A no, 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 no. You telling us not to stone, the, I mean, you telling us not to kill, but you want us to go stone these people? Like, that's so yeah. contradictory. Yeah. We done kind of got super, super off topic, but what questions, what questions do you have for us as far as like, um, is love enough to make a relationship last? Just because I feel like everybody is kind of in agreement. Love is not enough. So what else do you require? Uh, being on the same page when it comes to kids, just because I do want kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I want them to be raised a certain way and I don't want them like, oh, anytime we hungry, we go out and get fast food. Like, no, I want them to have like a, a good balanced diet. I want them to be in the best uh, position as far as education, whether that be homeschooled, uh, them having a tutor, um, them doing different activities outside of school, whether that be like football, basketball. I want them to be real rounded individuals. So like when they do grow up, they can uh, be functional in society. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think for me at the end of the day, I hate to say it, but we've made it more complicated than it needs to be. And at the end of the day, it's a partnership. It's a partnership with someone that you can you have a connection with you can do life with and you happen to have sex with them because at the end of the day I mean it's, you're, they're a friend like yeah. any other friend except you have a different level of a connection and then you have sex with them yeah um, and so for me it's about a partnership if you can communicate and then um, bring something to the table and they bring something and then you bring something to the table 
Um, it's almost like a business. Yeah. In a way. It's definitely a business. Yeah. Um, I hate to boil it down to that, but some people don't like that. I agree. Yeah. But you know, you two are like one of the few, few I think that agree with us or look at it this way. I think it's because y'all been through a divorce. Yeah. (laughs) Which is interesting. Yeah, because most people don't like. Oh, I want half my love back. No, y'all want half the money. Yeah. What about prenups? Do y'all get prenups? Did y'all get prenups the first time? I did not get, I did a, prenup. Not get a prenup. Did y'all get prenups the second time? Well, I, mean, I definitely on. think a prenup is very necessary. Good. Mm-hmm. Good for you. It's what about you? For me. I agree. But I think it depends on where I am in life. At the time that I got married. If you broke, I don't want a prenup. Yeah. I got a lot of money. I want a prenup. Neither one of us were making like a significant amount of money. I mean, we did good together, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like he was a millionaire or I was a millionaire. I don't, or, care. I don't care if I was making twenty, ten thousand dollars just makes it a lot Give me a prenup. Give me what I came with and you leave what you came with. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's definitely what I'm that's on now. Like, I don't, I'm not requesting anything in my divorce. I'm not requesting anything from him. I don't want him to pay for anything. I just want us to both just walk away yeah. with no drama. Like, just sign the papers and then that's it. So, um, but I don't know. If I was making a significant amount of money to where I would be in danger if the, if the marriage split, then yeah. I wouldn't have a prenup. At the time, I just felt like I didn't have anything to lose. Like, right now, we divorced. It's not like he can inherit any yeah. uh, estate that I have, mm-hmm. you know, or anything like that. So... It wasn't necessary at the time. That's the fear that most men have, which is why we're kind of, I mean, most people who make money like how we do, like that, that's a true fear. Like we can lose half of everything we work for. So that's, I think that's one consideration that women need to start having. Like there's a, there's a lot at risk for us when it comes to getting married. Like, I think it's both though. I think it's men and women. It's just not men. Because it's a lot of women who make significant amount of income. That's right. I love the movement. I think women should make as much money um, as, yeah. as men. And I think in certain, in certain positions, uh, women are more qualified than men in certain areas. Yeah. And um, because of that, uh, that means that they come with more also to lose. Yeah. And so you yeah. should protect, everyone should protect themselves. It's just no different, to me, it's no different than the auto insurance. Right. Yeah. You don't get in a car and buy auto insurance thinking you're going to have an accident yeah. the moment you drive and put your seatbelt on. You don't. Yeah. But it's there in case something happens. Mm-hmm. But in a sense, auto insurance is a legal requirement. Well, yeah, it is because That's if true. it can you imagine mm-hmm. if it wasn't, you know, just think about It'd it. It'd be bad. Yeah. Think about it. If you got hit, who someone's just like, ah, I don't feel like having insurance today, so I'm just not going to pay it this month. Boom. It happens. It stuff happens, but now you have legal recourse because it's a legal requirement. It has right. certain things need. You know what? The government should make a prenup. No, no, no. What we should do is like Switzerland. So this That's is what funny. I told myself. Like when I get married, I'm going to prenup in uh, uh, Switzerland and I want the governing laws to be Switzerland laws versus uh, here in the United crazy. States. What is the difference? It's basically like it's no fault and you leave it what you came with. You just put in a little form and then that's it. It's no going to court and all this other stuff. Just put in a form, divorce. That's it. Well, that's sort of like North Carolina law, absolute divorce. We just file the papers, done. But that both people have to be in agreement for that, though. Oh, yeah. That's why I say uh, have everything filed over there. Like, I wouldn't get married in the United States. I get married over there. It's a long way. So, the if you have, wait, when you say no fault, does that mean you just, you can walk away at any time? No, it's not like, reason. oh, because you cheated, then I get all this other stuff. Like, it's just. That's at any moment. But yeah. then you have to think about the, re- the laws. So, technically, if you're. Second is you do get married in Switzerland. Yeah. 
If you're in North Carolina more than two years, legally you still have to file in the board. Not if I put I the cleanup that it has to abide uh, by the. Uh, so he could, yeah, you could put uh, a, a, a requirement where you. We have to get divorced. Over you could, you could divorce in North Carolina. That's fine, but the Switzerland law applies. You mm-hmm. could do that. Now, if anyone's going to agree to that, I don't know. Then I'll probably want to marry. I don't know. That's for him. Because you're right. It, if you get married and and shoot Mexico, but then as long as that court has jurisdiction over you. Then potentially, usually that that state will those those rules will apply wherever they live. Yeah. Uh, but you could put something in there that says no, I want Switzerland law that's to apply. You can't, and that's the law that will apply. Yeah. Will someone agree to that? We'll find out. Yeah. Stay tuned. Okay. To be continued. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any more questions for us? No, I think I'm good. Good. I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if they come to you, you can always shoot us an email. I yeah, we'll do a number. part two. Yeah, we'll do a part we'll do a two or something two. like that. Are you going to have us on your podcast? Definitely. Cool. Yeah. Um, so let us know. Uh, thank you, too, for coming by. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Spending time with us. And uh, we appreciate you. And uh, good luck out there finding a new boot. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to wrap it up. Stay out new there. Finding me. Oh. That's what we're looking at. I'm going to say a nice Sierra prayer, and hopefully I'll get a Russell. <laughs> hey, I, you know, single men and, and women out there, got two single ladies in here. Yeah. No, y'all, you, you know, y'all I'm are like, we're fasting, and then you. That don't mean I'm I can't dating. date, Mel. I'm dating. Okay. I'm dating. I'm just not hunching. Does that make sense? I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm dating and having. You're fornicating. You're not worried about it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you, too. Yeah. So where can the people find you to, like, learn more about you? Where can they say hey to you on, like, social media? Where can they, like, check you out? Stuff like that, Tierra. For me, it's Tierra Shante, T-E-A-R-A-C-H-A-N-T-E. What about the podcast? And uh, my podcast Instagram is Hotels Podcast. But Hose is not spelled H-O-E. No. It's H-E-A-U-X. What about you, T? Not on social media. For now. For now. Um, only thing I have is Snapchat. No Facebook. I don't do nothing on Instagram. But you have an Instagram. Only fans. <laughs> we thought about it. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Snapchat is T T E E dash Samuel and Instagram is T Samuel. T E E Samuel, yeah. I'll put it all in the show notes, guys. Just so in all the links and stuff like that. All right. Well, this was nice. This yeah. is cute. I'm going to wrap it up real quick. Thanks for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. That's at In The Trenches. That's D-A, not T-H-E. Uh, if you like today's episode, take a screenshot of our podcast and tag us on your story. If you have thoughts or feedback and would like to share one of our episodes and leave us... Oh, no. If you'd like to share like your opinion or feedback on one of our episodes, leave us a voicemail at 704-561-1428. And we might include yours in an upcoming episode. And we're out. Peace. Bye. Bye.